This podcast was brought to you by Speak Spokane, a community-driven podcasting studio space where people from all walks of life can speak and be heard. Follow along with us on Instagram at Speak Spokane and visit speakpodcasting.com to learn more about starting your podcasting journey today. Today's episode is sponsored by Burn Butter. Burn Butter is an all-natural, low-carb, keto-friendly product created to help you consume healthy fats when you need them the most. You can add it to your coffee, you can add it to your food, you can add it to your smoothies. You can even consume it straight out of the pouch. My favorite way to use it is to add my mocha burn butter to my coffee. You give it a nice blend and you're ready to go. It's a new way to add healthy fats in your diet without making any huge adjustments. You can find Burn Butter at burnbutter.com or you can visit them on Instagram at burnbutters. Go check them out today. What is up, Lilac City, and welcome to Speak Spokane. I am your host, Brennan, and today on the podcast, I had Krista and Aaron Farr of the Farr Group Northwest. I had an awesome conversation with them about their real estate group and their partnership with Four Degrees Real Estate. The conversation I had was was this great. I didn't really know what to expect when sitting down with them, but Aaron and Krista are just very genuine people, and they are real estate agents that are just looking to help people buy and sell their homes in Spokane and make the transition as seamless as possible. The big thing that I got from them was that they are very passionate about making sure this big experience in people's lives, I mean, a biggest decision, like sometimes the biggest decision someone's ever going to make, that they're comfortable and that they're being communicated with and that they feel like they're in a partnership with people who really care about what they're going through. So I'm just going to read their quick about us section on their website uh, just to tell you a little bit more about them. It's going to sound a little canned, but I think it will really help you understand what the FAR group what the Far Group and Aaron and Krista are all about. The Far Group Northwest is a creation of Aaron and Krista Far, two of Spokane's most tech-savvy and energetic realtors. Born and raised in Spokane, their local knowledge and mastery of social media marketing offer the team's clients an unmatched level of service and skill. Utilizing years of real estate investment, property rehab, and Spokane area business ownership experience, the Far Group Northwest navigates all aspects of the buying and the selling process with a combination of efficiency and patience. Not surprisingly, their devotion and expertise has them quickly landed them in Spokane's top 20 agent rankings. The team's use of professional video services, extensive social media marketing results and listings that catch immediate attention. It's also successfully served to help their buyer clients stand out in a crowded and competitive marketplace. So thank you so much for taking your time to listen to our podcast. I really hope you enjoy my conversation with Aaron and Krista Farr of the Far Group Northwest. Thank you so much, Aaron and Krista Farr, for being on our Speak Spokane podcast. I'm happy that we were finally able to have this happen. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to talk to you both. And you're my first real estate agent. And 
doing the quick little research I've done about you both is that you're doing a little differently and a little bit more more fun and then using the social media yes. age, which is really cool to see. But before we really get into what Far Group is all about, I want to do a little brief intro on the two of you. Are you from Spokane? If not, what brought you here? Just a little bit of your background of your time here in Spokane. Yeah, I'm born and raised uh, in Spokane. So I'm 41 years old, so I've lived here that entire 41 years, uh, minus a short stint for junior college. Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm the oldest of seven kids. Most of them still live here. My family lives here, so... We're true Spokaneites for sure. That's awesome. Where did you go to high school at? I went to North Central High School. Nice. Grew up kind of down in the Downriver Golf Course area. Nice. Yeah. Do you know Sean Linder? I don't. Okay. Uh, he might be. <laughs> he might be older. He he was a cross country runner, and he was my coach in high school. And so, and he I know he he yeah. grew up in the he grew up in that area too. Well, yeah. one, one thing about cross country in North Central, I always like to bring up is um, it wasn't that long ago that for like three years in a row they were the number one ranked cross country team in the nation. Yeah. It's Isn't amazing. Crazy? It's, it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. I, I ran cross country years before that for Mount Spokane, but seeing them be so amazing. Yeah. Those three years was, is really cool. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also born and raised in Spokane. Awesome. Yeah. 40 yeah. years. I grew up in the Valley and yeah. I went to East Valley high school. Awesome. Um, most of my family's here. Actually, my parents just moved down to Utah to be with my sister. So I'm kind of the lone ranger left in my family. And I'm like Aaron, I'm a born and raised and I'll probably never, ever leave. Spokane will always be home. We love to travel, but this is always home base for us. You might be my first guest that are been in Spokane their entire lives. And so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love to, I love to see that. And I, but you never, I mean, besides going to Junior college, you never moved. It's always been here your entire time. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I moved from the valley to the north side. That's the biggest. <laughs> I guess that's a, that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a move. So you yeah. guys live on the north side now. Yeah, yeah. Where we you? do. Yeah. Nice. Yep. We're at about. We're up by the new Costco. This is a very temporary mm. home. Okay. Yeah. Once we get into some of the real estate stuff, we do. We can explain why we're there. Yeah. We're currently just poured um, footings for a home we're building. Awesome. In Peon Prairie. Amazing! I yep. love yeah. Peon Prairie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, I, I I drive on. I've I don't know what road it is that you drive. It kind of runs, you know, perpendicular to like Dame Outs Camp, but it's like Stoneman, a couple, Stoneman a or Peon. Or or it's, I think it's probably, it's, it's probably it's Bruce or Peon, but yeah. that like look of the you could there's like houses that just sit and just mm-hmm. look right over the prairie yeah. and the, at the foot of uh, Mount Spokane. Yeah, it's I go on runs on that street yeah. and I just like. In the morning, if it, you run it at the right time, it's like it's just so beautiful. Yeah, I so. get. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about where our home's going to be. It's, um, it's up on a bluff mm. overlooking out on Peon, looking north. So we're looking out all mm. over Peon yeah. and looking at the mountain. That's amazing. It's just yeah. a sweet spot. Yeah, that would be really cool. <laughs> I'm, <Yeah>. I'm jealous. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, well, let's do a little warm-up. This is where I like to do a little hodgepodge of get-to-know-you questions, stuff that you like to do in Spokane, and you know some of your treasured pieces of Spokane as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first question I always like to ask is, would you rather, it's the question I ask all my guests is, would you rather ride the sky gondola for an hour or ride the loof carousel for one hour? You have to choose one. You have to choose what one. What if you get motion sick? 
Well, I mean, I guess you might want to be on the gondola. I'm going to choose gondola if it's not moving. <laughs> just hanging there? Yes. Just hanging there over the fall? Probably just inside. Yeah. I would definitely do the carousel. I have a lot of memories going for that gold, gold ring. ring. The gold oh. ring. Yes. Oh, that was everything. Probably That's why you wrote it. a couple times trying to reach for it. One, did you ever get the gold ring? I got the gold ring. Okay. Absolutely. And did you did you keep it? <laughs> I didn't keep it. I threw it at that. that what are you supposed clown. to you know, throw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I, that tends to be the question that we usually talk about how we I have a, steal the rings. I always. Oh really? I, I mean, I. Uh, do they still do that? Yeah, okay. I don't know. They, I haven't I written in a while. They, they, I don't. They don't do the gold. Okay. I don't know if they do the gold ring. Yeah. To be honest mm, with you, but yeah. uh, uh, I, I've definitely took my kids down there when. Be, pre-covid when mm-hmm. it was running and uh yeah we go that go yeah. down there do it like once a month <laughs> just because my i have five-year-old twins and yeah. so they just yeah. they love it they think it's oh, just man they just think it's such a treat I to go like down there we've done our children a disservice i don't think they've ever yes they have no they haven't on i took them on a field trip oh, through school I, okay where we were there <laughs> like, but have they ever <laughs> yeah we we didn't go there too much, and now they're too old. They wouldn't be all that interested. Oh, you gotta! I mean, I used to go down to the, the carousel like with high school buddies, and we just—that's yeah. probably where I got to start stealing the, <laughs> yeah. the rings. Because before that, I was too scared. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> uh, would you rather go see your favorite musician at the arena or go to a Zags game at the kennel? I'm not a huge. I've been to only a few concerts that I really wow. loved oh i know um and it wouldn't be at the arena typically mm-hmm. i like the smaller settings uh, we like, went to dwight yokum at the fox <laughs> theater that was and so I, good and we're not even like huge country fans mm-hmm. that was just like just the musical town of everybody that was there but mm-hmm. i so i would go to its eggs game mm-hmm. the, those tickets are hard to get i usually get them once a year mm-hmm. take my son and yeah it's always good yeah that's that's definitely yeah. Um, I'm not a big crowd person, mm. so I would definitely, well, both of them are crowds, I guess, right? Yeah. I've never been to a Gonzaga game, mm. so I it, would choose that just for the experience. It, it definitely is an experience. I mean, I, I, it's a shame that it's so small that it's mm. kind of hard to go I to, know. but when you get to go, I mean, I, like you, I get to go probably once a year, and it's it's so much fun to just go sit yeah. in there and see the, the kind of now it's starting to get that history and mm-hmm. it just feels it's a very it's a very spokane thing yeah it's fun to watch the student section even mm. if you're on the other side but this last time that i went i was like right next to them mm. oh. and if, if you look at the bleachers yeah they must put like shock absorbers under those <laughs> things because yeah. they're moving like this yeah. when they're jumping mm-hmm. it's intense i've definitely sat to the side there and you feel it too it's just, it's really cool it's yeah it, the, going when there are students there because i a lot of people end up going i, I find when the students aren't in school mm-hmm. and that's usually when there's more tickets available uh but going when there's it's a big game and it, there's students there. It makes the experience so much mm-hmm. different and just, it's so, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to like in and around Spokane. So I kind of do this a little different for you cause you are realtors and you are, you meet a lot of new people that are coming to Spokane and I'm interested to know. So you, when you meet someone that's moving to Spokane, mm-hmm. where are you telling them to go to dinner for the first time? Dinner. I mean, we're always 
big clinker dagger fans mm -hmm. i mean the atmosphere there when mm -hmm. you're sitting over that waterfall yeah i mean what other city has a river running through it with a waterfall right <laughs> you know? i mean if you want to experience something unique that's mm -hmm. definitely where i would send them yeah, yeah especially in the summer yeah. in the yeah. summer months um i'm not a huge foodie like we go out and just randomly go to different restaurants, usually a lot of Mexican. <laughs> so, um, I love, it's, I wouldn't tell someone to go here just because of the atmosphere, yeah. but I, we go to De Leon, just mm. a great local it's fun. Mexican restaurant, but great people too. But I honestly, I, like Chris has said, if it's, you know, somewhere over the river, mm -hmm. like, um, Clinker Daggers or Anthony's or yeah. you just get that experience or, um, Mary Hill's over there yeah mm. kendall yards um, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. kendall yards is a cool place for sure that's yeah. a that's a uh that's a good i i to be able to sit there and look over the river is really cool and i if i was a t trying to get someone to come move to spokane yeah. that would be a really good entry to to spokane i mm -hmm. think absolutely uh do you what about brunch you do you like take your like clients out to like do anything like that or like this year's been tough oh i guess it's, it's changed hasn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah we'll get to that later <laughs> yeah i mean that is probably not something we've done a lot with clients mm -hmm. it's hard to like we do with um you know our close friends that we help in real estate yeah. mm -hmm. where we celebrate maybe to go out to dinner or something mm -hmm. um but it, we haven't made that a habit i i would say with um how we've scaled our business it mm -hmm. would be hard to yeah. do that yeah. like i don't know if we'd have time uh, <laughs> to be honest uh, but it's a it would be great if we could yeah. to connect on that level if we did everyone. i would take them to waffles plus <laughs> on monroe yeah i've, I've never been yeah. or dolly's <laughs> i i've i've never i've been to dolly's yes. i've been to dolly's a little right on yeah. uh, indiana and uh, washington uh -huh. which is amazing yeah but i've never been to waffles plus it's I, kind I of a to, hole in the wall. It's, for no, it sure. totally is. It's, it's where you get the, you know, just the mound of hash browns and the waffles are amazing. Yeah. I have to, I, I got to go try that now. Yeah. You know where <laughs> it's at down there. Oh, I know. Yeah. On Monroe. Yeah. It's like right across from, uh, yeah. It's right at the, like, kind of yeah, base. base of yeah. uh, Monroe Street. It's one of those places you go in and there's the same, you know, five old guys that go there right. every morning, meet up. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to the hub afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about date night for you? Do you have a favorite date night? One of the more memorable ones, um, you might have to help me with the, the name, Italiano something. Torta, Tortorino. It's over in Brown's Brown's edition. Italia Tutoria. Yes. Yeah, so we went there um, during the summer, mm. not this summer, last summer, yep. but summer before. And, yeah. Um, just <laughs> the food that you can order there. I'm Like I said, I'm not a big foodie, but um, I think I ordered a, a quail, you yeah. know, and it was done just right. And then... Some friends we were with ordered some appetizers, and Chrissy here is not adventurous with food. I like chicken strips and <laughs> french fries. Yeah. So, um, but they peer pressured her into trying what it was, mm. and it looked like meat? some sort of meat, but it was lamb's tongue or oh. something. And and they cut out the tough part of the middle, I guess, and it was actually really good. But it was an experience. It was just a fun, mm -hmm. fun experience at a, at a little Italian restaurant. Like that. Our date nights are usually like, hey, let's go downtown and walk mm. along the river. You know, we'll hit um, we'll hit a farmers market. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, with we have two teenagers, mm -hmm. so date nights are far and few between with with 
sports and yeah. well, we real have, estate. We, we have a unique thing where we're around each other a lot. We work <laughs> together a lot. It doesn't mean we shouldn't have date nights, but we grab a quick bite and, mm. you know, we're, we do a lot. It's not like we lack being right. around each other For and spending sure. time with each other. Um, but we definitely should probably designate like date nights more often. <laughs> I like date nights with friends. We have like couples nights mm-hmm. at friends' houses. Mm. And that's fun for us. That is fun. Yeah. Uh, so you said you have kids. What do yep. you? What's your favorite thing to do? Like favorite spot with mm-hmm. your kids? Something that we always do in the summer, and the kids now ask about it. It's just something we started when they were little, just to get out of the house. You know, when you have small kids mm-hmm. and you're like, we need to leave. We would go grab subway or something we could take to manitou park Mm. and we would we would eat in the park and we would walk every garden throughout the park and we would spend you know an evening doing that and i think that's something that we always enjoy doing in the summer is just walking through manitou yeah yeah it's definitely a really it's 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 the best park in spokane i I know well i mean you got riverfront i guess but i don't want to i don't want to play favorites but yeah it's the Manage you can't really beat it. No, you can't. No. Yeah. Yeah. Both of mine revolve around golf. Mm-hmm. So one of my boys plays golf mm-hmm. and we became members at the Kalispell Club up oh, north nice. there. So yeah. it's unlimited golf. Mm-hmm. So especially this summer, uh, me and Colton mm-hmm. uh played a lot of golf. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of evening hit nine holes. Mm-hmm. Um go practice there with him. So we do a lot of one on one with that and he had a lot of a lot of fun doing that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, with the other son who doesn't play golf. He likes to, though, go golf ball hunting. So I grew up down by Downriver, like mm-hmm. I said, and mm-hmm. um, I used to do that as a kid. So in the evening, go around the perimeter, find all these balls. Yeah. And then back then, they used to let me um, put them in egg cartons at the end of the, what was the ninth hole? Oh, yeah. Um, right there. Right on, on the street right there. Right on the street, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would sell them. Uh-huh. And they don't allow that anymore, but he still sells them, like on Facebook. Like, <laughs> Who has dozens and dozens of golf balls that we find. It's like a treasure hunt. You That's know? awesome. And he sells them. Yeah. And there started your entrepreneur career. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I, Audubon is, uh, not Audubon, but. Um, Downriver. Downriver. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, yeah. I used to run along the, the river there between like the golf course and the. Aubrey the, and White. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I would always like. I golf balls so like sometimes yeah. like in yeah. the if it was like summer yeah. and there'd been a lot of people hitting over there into the I I probably have like could have like a hand of five golf balls like and I'm running them with yeah. in my hand yeah <laughs> I think Father's Day is the golden ticket the Sunday night after Father's Day is when you guys always oh that's go. when the the yeah. most bad golfers golf and yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> smart yeah. Yeah. Uh, well awesome well that's that's in and around Spokane and uh that Thanks for playing along. You're welcome. Uh, the next part, kind of get into the guts of it, is what you came here to talk about. And let's let's get into it. Let's get into the FAR group and what, how that started and how, yeah, where, where did that begin? Where did you, so were you mm-hmm. realtors before you started? And yeah, how did this all, how did this all start? How long do we have? Uh, we have <laughs> about, mm, oh. I'll make it quick. Yeah. So now, we, <sighs> We owned a couple different businesses okay. prior to real estate. We've both, well, I've been in real estate for three and a half years now. Mm-hmm. And it started in the middle of 2017. Mm. And I had just um, 
we had sold a business previously, got into another business that didn't require a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So I was living kind of a semi-retired lifestyle. And after about a year of that, I was pretty sick of that, Mm -hmm. you know, too much free time, I guess. So what I wanted to do was get into real estate investing, like flip houses. I'd never done it. So I sat down with Jordan Tampion, the owner of Four Degrees. Mm. Um, I hadn't ever met him, but I followed him on social, saw that he was doing things here in Spokane in real estate. So he came to have coffee. Um, we chatted. I told him what I wanted to do. He suggested a couple things, including potentially getting your license. And um, that way you have access to the MLS. You can um, be within the kind of the real estate community network to help find deals. Um, and so I took his advice. He also said, you know, you're going to make some commissions, even if you don't like focus on being an agent, you're going to have your network and your family and people like that use you. So I thought, okay, got my license, spent that first year and a half, two years flipping houses in Spokane. Mm. So, um, probably flip 15 houses, something like that. Had a lot of fun doing that. I'd be out in my grunge clothes at the at the flip houses. Um, I mainly did the demo and landscaping and hired professionals for everything else. Mm-hmm. But I was on site a lot and people started calling like, Hey, um, you know, I want to sell my house. I know you're in real estate now. And so I'd do some deals. Um, and I noticed that, uh, you know, how much easier that was <laughs> to make a commission. Not that it's easy. There's hard deals too, but, mm-hmm. um, I kind of got burnt out after a couple of years of flipping. It can be a lot of work and a lot of risk. And a lot of stress. Yeah. And you're reliant on contractors, mm-hmm. which I have a good network of them, but it can still be challenging. So I went to Krista and I said, hey, this is be end of 2018. I said, hey, I'm thinking about stopping flipping. Just hit pause. Not that I'll never flip a house again. How about you get licensed also to help me? And I'm just going to go all in on being a realtor. Mm. See what happens in 2019. So she said yes. And we didn't know what to expect. But I knew I was bringing another huge presence and asset onto my team, Mm -hmm. her. Um, And I'll let Krista kind of share what what the game changer was when she came on. Yeah, right now. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So um, like he said, we were... Um, we should say his previous company that he owned for 20 years was landscaping. So that's why he always did landscaping on his Mm. flips, Um, sold that. And then him and I, um, we partnered in a network marketing company Mm. after he sold Greenscape. And we, we did really well in that. Mm. We, you know, I think we made six figures in six months. Um, But like he said, it gets, it got boring. Um, I think we're the type of people who, we need the next thing that we can master, Mm. you know, and we had mastered that. So I was also in a spot at that time where he was in real estate flipping houses. I was still maintaining and running our network marketing company looking for kind of a way out. I Mm. wasn't super happy. Um, So when he said that, I was like, all right. So I took my exam. I finished it in 40 days, which is crazy. Um, It's a lot. It's 90 hours. It's 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 not fun. Right. <laughs> um, but I think what he was talking about, what I brought over was um, social media presence and 
expertise in marketing the right way on Mm -hmm. social media. Through network marketing, I'm very thankful that I was taught the right way how to market something without being sleazy and a salesman and Mm -hmm. doing it the wrong way. Um, So I brought in marketing. And for Aaron and I, that is the number one game changer Mm. and what basically started the FAR group. Yeah, I, and I got to see Krista through the that time with the network marketing really, really grow. Mm. Like she went from being reasonably shy and reserved and just like to stay at home in her sweats and hang out right. <laughs> to like once we started having success and she started learning social media and now this company's asking her to like speak on stage. And I remember seeing her the first time, like speaking in front of thousands of people. I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> I don't know this person. And so she's really come out of her shell. And, um, you know, you can see it within the marketing that we have within Far Group. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, with real estate, especially in our real estate agency business, Far Group, um, we put we treat it like a business. Mm. You know, a lot of realtors are just realtors. We treat it like a business Mm -hmm. and we take the marketing to just a whole nother level. And I give that credit to to Krista. And I think that's what sets us apart. Yeah. That was was my next question is what makes Far Group different than Mm -hmm. other real estate agents? I think it's more (laughs) than just that. Um, I feel like we're creating a culture. Mm. Um, You know, we have core values that we live by. you know, I just, I feel like what we do is um, what's attractive mm. and intriguing and, you know, people want to be a part of that. You yeah. know, if we're doing things throughout Spokane, you know, you have a couple of kids here who have been born and raised. We know Spokane. We know we have passion for our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of what sets us apart is we really do love Spokane and we want to see good things happen. And so we're passionate about that in our business. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love hearing that you have core values and Mm -hmm. for your business. I think that's very important for any business to have. And that helps create the culture of your company Mm -hmm. when you, when you have core values. Uh, What can you, do you mind saying what your core values are? Uh, You put me on the spot. (laughs) Um, So we have fun, impact, generosity, loyalty, this one is the one our 12-year-old made. It's called Resultive. We let him. Mm. We're Resultive. I'll get into that later. Yeah, I think we were in Mexico on vacation trying to figure out our core values with um, one of our friends who mm-hmm. kind of acts as a, a mentor to us at some level. And um, Colton was listening. Yeah. And he goes, one of them should be Resultive. We're like, what does that mean? He's <laughs> like, well, you guys always just have results. I'm like, well, that's true. What do you want to call it? And he said, resultive. <laughs> so we, we incorporated one of his words into our awesome. core values. And then the last one is ownership. Mm. Just taking ownership for, for sure. everything that we do and, you know, taking ownership for our clients. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they all have, there's all, we can unpack those later, but those are our core values. Yeah. Do, do you guys, it's YouTube, do you have any other, is there anyone else part of the group? Yeah. 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 So I think we realize what we're good at. Mm-hmm. Krista could be considered the chief marketing officer like of our that's, company. Ooh, that's <laughs> on my business card. I handle all the negotiations. I'm mm-hmm. good at, at that part and mm-hmm. doing deals, mm-hmm. essentially, writing contracts, like making it happen. And then there's a lot of things we're not good at. 
And we realize that there's no agent out there that's good at everything. Mm -hmm. So they're always going to be weak in Mm -hmm. some aspects. So knowing that we hire people around us that are good at those things that we're not. Mm -hmm. One of them is Ashley. She's our operations manager. She is somebody that keeps us on track. She's created from nothing our systems and processes of what happens Mm -hmm. when we have a buyer, when we have a seller, when things go under contract. Mm. Like if there's get no internet lead, there's a system. There's no question what will happen when X, Y, Z happens. If that was on me, it would never get done. <laughs> I'm what's a, great is that yeah. it's a system that no, not only we follow, but now anybody that joins the FAR group, you there's no guesswork. It's like, here's your checklist start to finish. Mm. And she's created that. And we have another person who is a uh, more of a 1099 um, she's our transaction coordinator. Mm-hmm. So she just, um, stays on top of all the paperwork mm-hmm. and makes sure all the contracts are correct. All the timelines are met. In, met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so she just makes sure that the transaction is going smoothly and we're not missing anything. Mm-hmm. And then we have our first stage. You, know, yeah. you can share about her. Yeah. So we have Katie who, this is a fun story. Um, Last fall, it's almost been a year now, we had brand new home buyers moving over here from Spokane, um, you know, really connected with them. They had a great experience. And last winter, we were hiring for Ashley's position, and Katie applied for the position. And Aaron and I were like, "She, I don't know if she would make a good what we're looking for, but has she ever wanted to be a real estate agent. She has the personality. She has the drive. She has everything that we see in her. Like she would do so well. Mm-hmm. And so we, we brought her in and just, you know, told her all of those things. And she was like, yeah, like I want to do that. So, um, she joined us almost two months ago. Yeah. It hasn't been long. No, but she's a huge asset to, mm-hmm. to our team now. And she's just a she brings a lot of joy every day, yeah. for sure. She has a bright future mm-hmm. as an agent. And that's what we want to see as we grow is to bring on agents that um, we can come just alongside them mm-hmm. and see them succeed. Yeah. Like, we're not going to grow a team so we can, you know, make more money. No. Um, I think one thing a team does do for us um, is give us some time back, mm. <laughs> you know, because we work a lot. weeks are hard. Yeah. But we really desire to see agents like Katie um, have a lot of success. And how can we help them do that? Mm-hmm. We've recently interviewed two other people like Katie who um, are interested. And we have two more on the books that have reached out to us and want to chat about being an agent. Mm-hmm. I think it's become pretty clear who that person would look like mm-hmm. that would fit our model. Um, I think it would include somebody who is savvy on social media, willing to put themselves out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it seems like it's probably going to be a younger person (laughs) that does that typically Mm -hmm. in their 20s, young 30s, it seems. Um, And and have some sort of network because we work off of our network and our social media channels. I think the last thing is drive, right? 
Self-motivation, mm-hmm. for sure. This yeah. business, like, you can't just wait for things to happen. It'll never happen. Yeah. You got to be very, I mean, you got to be very proactive in real estate, don't yes. you? Like, it's just like, you can't just sit, no one, they're not coming to you. I mean, no. they might be, but like, it's, it's, but it's about making. I think the average realtor makes less than 30000 a year, which right. is hard to live on. So mm-hmm. um, very few actually are meant to be self-motivated. And we're, and we're going to help people with that. You know, not everyone's perfect in that area, but, um, but yeah. 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 That's the power group. That's awesome. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, uh, so I was going to ask you about like when, so I, I'm, you sell, you sell, you do both selling and obviously buying houses yeah. for clients. Yep. But you, one thing I saw that you, you do is that you, you stage houses. Is that something you do for? Well, is that true? Did I make that up? We don't stage. You don't stage. We we have well, we have video? our we have our listings staged, but by a professional. Mm-hmm. We don't. We hire that out. Oh, you hire that out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody wants me staging their house. <laughs> I can't even do my own. Yeah. <laughs> no. Again, those are things that we're not good at, so we hire those out. Yeah. Oh, okay. We, yeah. So that's like a that's like an independent. That's like a ten ninety nine. There's a ten ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So. I understand. And yeah. the girl we, we use, Amy, yep. she's incredible at it. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's something that's important to do on certain houses. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know. You can't, re- you can't stage a house unless it's vacant. If you live they in it, they won't stage it. They won't stage it. an occupied house because mm. for obvious reasons it could damage all their product. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about other things <laughs> we do, it would be developing and the that. investment side of things. Um that's one of the things we love about real estate is there's a lot of different aspects to it that you can be involved in. It's not just being a realtor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. Well, yeah. The, what's, yeah. What, are, what, are, what are those? <laughs> what well, do we do? Yeah. We originally, um, you know, I, I spoke about flipping earlier on. So that is one thing. Right. Um, one thing I like about that is, is typically you're buying house that's really beat up Mm -hmm. you know really in bad shape and you know not always in the best area maybe an okay area Mm. and we get to go in and do an amazing job on that house Mm -hmm. i mean we're replacing electrical and plumbing and hvac and now it's just a really solid beautiful home in that neighborhood Mm -hmm. so i feel like we're improving the neighborhood and another thing is that house because we bought it so cheap in the area that it's in, it's still an affordable house. Right. So you're seeing this house for at or under medium price that is beautiful mm-hmm. yeah. and people just love and they can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, it's a good feeling to, to finish a house it's like, like it's that. It's like, you know, when you see your neighbor working in his yard, mowing his lawn, mm-hmm. and then you see other people out working in the yard because they want to like keep up. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how it is when we flip a house is people like our presence in that neighborhood almost motivates people to want to make their house look for nice, sure you know so it's yeah. improving it's just improving neighborhoods one house at a time mm. yeah <laughs> yeah so that's that's one thing and actually i'm flipping a house right now so mm. i don't do it as often but when the opportunity comes um i'll take it on i just will usually only do one or two at a time mm-hmm. versus five at a time mm-hmm. um the other thing that we have done is um, some new construction mm. where we developed a duplex community on the north side where okay. it was just raw land and brought in sewer and water and all the engineers and architects and people to make that happen. 
and built from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kept those as rental properties. Mm. Um, so that was Passive fun, a good, a good learning experience. Um, I would like to do that again. And then also in partnership with the Tampians, we have two buildings downtown. One's just around the corner from here at yeah. 120 North Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, where we've basically gutted, you know, like an old office building. And that one on wall in particular, we're converting floors two through five to uh, apartments. Nice. For downtown living. Mm-hmm. And uh, the main street level there will be maybe a restaurant or, a, you know, Store. something commercial. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a speakeasy in the basement. <laughs> so, With a secret door. <laughs> Does it have a vault? Or no, is that it, the... It's got a vault in the basement. Yeah, yeah it used yeah. to be a bank originally. Mm. But uh, yeah, there is a secret door off the alley already. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because you the the because four because it's moved. You moved a couple different times, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. the four degrees is on uh, Sprague, Sprague yep. Yep. and then it was down on first. first. And now it's because it's second. like mo- it's, it's like second. they kind of been moving all it's over. Growing. Well, there's yeah. A re- yeah, yeah, there's a reason for that. They just keep expanding and mm-hmm. growing and. Um, you know, they're not only their agents, but their property management division and their development division. Yeah. So they're just making, they really made a splash here in Spokane and we're really grateful to be aligned with them and mm-hmm. they've become very close friends with us. Yeah. You can't drive anywhere without seeing a, I know. a billboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, awesome. it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's great. I mean, it's cool to see a, a real estate place grow so quickly in Spokane. It's yeah. Yeah. It's. Mm-hmm. It's definitely neat. Mm-hmm. And it, is, did Fort did they start here? Is it all local? Did yeah, they? yeah, they yeah. did. Um, Jordan Tampion mm-hmm. was an agent mm-hmm. and a professor, I believe, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was already doing deals and stuff for mm-hmm. John L. Scott, I think. And then um, Joel Tampion was in the military, and they got together over one holiday and had a chat and Jordan who's the salesman out of the two mm-hmm. um, he talked to Joel and and there's much more to the story but essentially they started the conversation of let's start a business together and you can then come back to Spokane and get out of the military and all that mm-hmm. so eventually that happened and uh, <laughs> you know it, it was small beginnings you know they had a small little office and it was Jordan Joel and their mom Brenda mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just amazing what's come of it in mm-hmm. such a short amount of time. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. they both bring such amazing skills. Mm-hmm. Like Jordan is the visionary and the, the rainmaker, essentially. <laughs> and uh, Joel is such a great leader, a great CEO for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, you know, if he wasn't there, the business wouldn't be there. And if Jordan wasn't there, the business wouldn't be there. Yep. So they're yep. just, they're a great match. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I love hearing that about this businesses growing in Spokane and where they start. Uh, mm-hmm. What is how what what's your clientele like? Do you work with a lot of people that are mostly from Spokane, or are you working with a lot of people that are coming into Spokane, or do you have an ideal deal client? <laughs> well, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say our skill set. Our number one skill set would be selling houses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do both. 
I'd say it's probably 50 50. And we it's, love working with buyers. Sometimes mm -hmm. we're really buyer heavy and sometimes we're really yeah. seller heavy. But we get to utilize our marketing skill set when we're selling a home. Mm -hmm. So that would be our number one. As far as buyers go, it is all over the yeah. board. And I don't think Spokane's a big enough market that you can niche yourself down too far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll work with first-time home buyers that are young and excited. And we love, I mean, see the excitement in their eye when mm -hmm. you close on a property. There's nothing like that. Mm -hmm. um, we've empty started. Nesters. Yeah, empty we're, nesters. We're downsizing empty nesters. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're getting a lot of people from out of town starting to come up yeah. up here. Um, California, people coming over from Seattle. Um, you know, so we are getting a lot of relocations mm -hmm. that, we're, that we're seeing. Those ones are fun because especially the ones who aren't all that familiar with Spokane. And yeah. you get to talk to them mm -hmm. and, and tell them all that Spokane has to offer. Mm -hmm. Not just the city, but the surroundings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. We're definitely very pro we work, Spokane. Um, we do work with a lot of investors too. Yeah, we have quite a few investor clients, but in this market, it's really tough to find deals mm -hmm. for those mm. for those guys. Yeah, I was going to ask. So, how has COVID changed the Far Group? I think it's made it better. We have I the think, busiest uh, year ever. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that helped us with COVID. Mm -hmm. um, the low inventory made real estate even stronger, you know, because sellers could get top value, mm -hmm. yeah. get the most out of their house. Um, because people are moving here and there's a lack of housing, there became um, a lot of demand for housing. So buyers were going crazy for houses. Mm -hmm. um, we couldn't obviously uh, do open houses. Mm -hmm. We were restricted on how many people could go into a house. But all that time that we weren't out in the field as much, we've spent in our office really fine tuning our processes and mm. how we are as a company and coming up with core values and improving just Client everything. Client experience is a big thing for us. So mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time, how can, we make, how can we make our clients experience something that they'll never forget and that they'll talk to all of their friends about? Yeah. And that was something that we really focused on. I was gonna ask about that. So mm -hmm. what, what is a client experience like? I mean, imagine going to Nordstrom's, uh -huh. you know how you get treated there, mm -hmm. you know, and you get, you get excellent service like Amazon. That's basically what we are. So you're getting Nordstrom quality service. Um, we like to call it concierge service. We're very willing to, you know, go the extra mile to get things done for our clients. Mm -hmm. um, but having fun at the same time, like yeah. when you're buying or selling a house, it can be it can be tough, like emotionally, mentally, physically. So our job is to come in and almost take on all of those emotions for our clients to make sure that their experience is, I mean, it's not always fun, but I want them to relax mm. and just enjoy the process and let us take care of everything that comes up. Yeah. And that's where like Ashley and Chris especially are involved in, in the client experience. Mm -hmm. Like our clients will get little treats and gifts throughout the process. Um, you know, it, it happens every once in a while. Sorry about that. <laughs> Leading up to like selling a home, the amount of work that they'll do when they go to help that client prep their home. Mm -hmm. I've, seen them, I've seen them. I've seen them cleaning the and moving stuff <laughs> and doing all whatever it takes. Like mm -hmm. that. That should be our motto. Like whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, we will do it. And we also have people around us like contractors and 
and cleaners and people that we can just bring in as a service to them Mm -hmm. to help them um, be at ease because people are very it's a stressful thing it's like one of the top stressful things for people and so like chris said we're just trying to take that weight off and and have them try and enjoy it and make it easy Mm -hmm. as possible for them yeah and then our ultimate goal is just to build a a relationship with our clients that lasts far beyond Mm -hmm. the transaction you know like we have clients that we stay in touch with three years later, you know, and oh, yeah. we're very intentional about our relationships with people because that's what's most important here, you know? For sure. Yeah, we have like, um, we couldn't do it as much this year, but like client appreciation events. Last last Christmas? winter, we rented out a movie theater for when the, the latest Star Wars came out and just invited everybody, popcorn, soda, movies. Everyone just loved that. that. Um, we're giving away oh, to sure. all our... We can't, we can't talk about that. Yeah. We're doing something coming up. That's so, awesome. yeah, we, even after, like, we expect, we expect our clients 10 years from now, if, even if they're in the st- same home, they're going to get invitations and yeah. have the opportunity to do things with the FAR group. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That's so cool to hear that you're just constantly bringing back and yeah. hanging out with the people that you worked with. That's, that's so yeah. cool to hear. Yeah. Uh, when someone is moving into Spokane, like what's like your, if they're like, I, I guess if someone's coming here, they're pretty set moving here, but mm-hmm. like, is there like a pitch that you give them? Like, what do you tell them about Spokane? Like someone's calling or. We're not real pitchy people. Not, well, like, well, I, I mean, I can tell you what I say. Yeah. And, um, I think this is probably pretty common for a lot of people that are Spokaneites is I ask them, well, are you into the outdoors? Mm-hmm. Like, do you like lakes and mountains and hiking and ski? Do you ski? Well, you should take it up. Mm-hmm. I took, I lived here my whole life and I only took up skiing a few years ago. Mm. And it's beautiful to be up on the mountain in the winter. Yeah. In the summer, being out on the these lakes that uh-huh. are just absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Just being outdoors, like you like to run everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing around here. Yeah. Like. I just tell people if you really are scared of the winter, number one, take up skiing or snowshoeing or something. <laughs> and number two, save up for that to be the time that you maybe go on vacation somewhere warm. You know, that's what we do. Yeah. yeah. I just, I mean, I feel like Spokane is like a little dot in the middle of a circle. And no mm. matter which direction you go, you know, one hour either way, yeah. you're going to find something so cool to do, whether it's a lake or a pumpkin patch or hiking or camping you know i think that this is like the central hub of amazing things to do and it's just it's easy i agree i mm-hmm. mean i you know, obviously i love spokane and doing a podcast about people in spokane but mm-hmm. uh i think i mean i i think there's just so much here like whether it's outdoors or even even our art scene or yeah. you know there's there's so much i mean pre-covid i mean everything it was everything was just thriving and it still is and it's still getting back there but it's just it's cool to see and it's good to know that that covid wasn't that didn't yeah hit you too hard yeah yeah we're grateful for that there's, yeah. there is like restaurants and stuff that you know yeah. really got hit hard mm-hmm. feel bad for them but. yeah we tried really hard in the winter we did a giveaway to support Lots of local restaurants mm. just that's awesome just to help them for sure business you know yeah. i mean that's the livelihood of spokane mm-hmm. you know can't have one by one go away and then what yeah so uh i was gonna ask about when we were talking about covid and how it didn't affect you that much would you credit some of that to how 
you are on social media and video. And can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think the videos you guys, I've watched a couple. They're mm-hmm. amazing. And I think that, I mean, if you can't go in the house <laughs> and you can see these videos, like that, I mean, yeah. those could sell me. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, you know, like Aaron said, when we first started, um, you know, we did things a lot differently. And mm. doing those things um, are very normal to us. So when COVID hit, it was like, we didn't skip a beat. We just kept doing what we were doing. We kept creating videos in our office. We kept, you know, present on social media. We kept feeding, you know, knowledge to buyers and sellers in Spokane um, where other people, you know, might have been thrown into COVID like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? And so definitely the way we market, the way we, you know, run our business on social media, Mm -hmm. nothing changed at all. I think the listing videos that Krista creates um, are more of a like a lifestyle type video where she tries to do it in a way where people can visualize themselves in certain rooms uh, living there, not just here's the kitchen, here's the bedroom. Mm. So what I try to do, I mean, buying a house is emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, It's an experience. So my goal creating listing videos is how can I make how can I make this emotional enough to where you literally feel yourself in this house? Mm. Because it's emotional. It's, yeah. You know, buying anything is emotion driven. So it's the same thing with a house. How can I draw that out of you by mm. the videos that I create? So um, I think we've sold a couple houses sight unseen just from videos. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that makes it that makes it a little easier, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is such an experience. We just bought a house recently, and it's what just, you didn't call the Far Group. Well, I, I have a family <laughs> member, <laughs> uh, and hmm. but yeah, it's it is hard. Yeah. And we we bought our new house in December, and then we were in the process of selling our hmm. old house because we wanted to get this house before we moved out of the old one. And uh, and we yeah, that process of trying to sell it was. It was super stressful, mm-hmm. but it's, that's nice to hear that, you know, I, I think I could have probably used your help. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was a little different at the, the very beginning of the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Even for us, it was like, well, what is happening yeah. here? But it, it eased up within a, I'd say three or four weeks to where, okay, now they're letting us show, show houses and things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for a very short time, it was, it's kind of like a vacation. Yeah. Force. <laughs> Force vacation. <laughs> yeah. On uh, our couch. <laughs> is there anything else that I that we didn't... I, I'm going to ask you in a second what's next for Fargo, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to ask you that right now. But is there anything else I missed that you want to talk about your business that I mm. that you just really you want to say? I don't I think, like talking I about think, ourselves. I think, talk, I think talking about what's next could pull some of that out. Yeah. Like, what yeah. Would, anything else we have on our minds? Well, let's go there. What, what's, next yeah. for, what's next for the Fargo group? I think it's, um, you know, we've seen now that we've done what we've done with video and the way we market that some other agents um, in our area are starting to do similar things, which is great. Mm-hmm. I love seeing the whole industry just do better. Um, so for us, it's like, okay, what's next? How can, we, how can we raise that bar? Mm. And um, we've got some ideas, but um, we're always thinking that, like, mm-hmm. how can we raise that bar to stand out mm-hmm. as a company, yep. but also to serve the the client? Like, how can we serve them better and 
do better for them. Yeah. Yeah. We love a good challenge. Yeah. And, uh, in addition to that, I think the future is expanding our team, mm-hmm. um, bringing on agents, um, they can grow with us. Yep. Our goal is just, we want anybody to do better than us always. That's a goal. Yeah. Like I want Katie to do better than we do. Um, and just seeing people succeed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gratifying. It's really, really fun to watch. Most of the messages we get from people that are wanting to consider joining our team as agents usually say, Hey, I've been following you on social. I love seeing kind of the behind the scenes. It looks like you guys are so fun and mm-hmm. and do so well. I want to be part of that. Mm. And it's true. I mean, what Krista puts out there on Insta stories and all that stuff behind the scenes, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Like we have a lot of fun. Um, we have, you know, aspirations of taking a larger team, you know, on yearly trips and doing quarterly um, just functions together. I mm-hmm. guess we're, we're going to... Uh, do our goal planning this December mm-hmm. um, somewhere, and we just want to make it a fun experience as we yeah. as we grow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think what else else is next for you guys? I think you need to start a podcast. <laughs> that's like that's on our like dream board. It really I th- is. I mean, not that I wouldn't be on it somewhat, but you and Katie would crush it. Oh, it would be so fun. <laughs> I wish Katie was here. She yeah. would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and the, 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 this is a question I ask everyone is where would you like to see change in Spokane, specifically like maybe in, in your field of real estate? Like, is there anything that you need more of or that you would like? Yeah, we need more houses. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, whether we think it needs to change, I think the real estate industry will change. Mm-hmm. It's still operating a lot like it did a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So my prediction is there will be fewer agents mm. and the ones who are left will do more deals. Yeah. Um, it's just going to become a little bit more com- of a commodity, um, mm. even though that's not what we like it to be. We like to treat it like it's an experience mm-hmm. and the client care yeah. and everything. But when you have companies like Zillow and Redfin that are now entering the market as they'll sell your house mm. or they'll even buy your house from mm-hmm. you, that could be a game changer. Mm-hmm. And I think just staying on top of where the industry is going is going to be important. And, uh, you know, I think there's always going to be a place for um, agents like us, though, that treat it the way we do because some people want that personal touch. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't want to just press a button and it's done. Um we take the guesswork out of everything, too, I think. We're very communicative to where I think um, sometimes I've heard from clients, like, yeah, we've done this before, but we you know, we never really heard from our agent. Mm. And our goal always is to be over-communicative, mm. sometimes maybe to the point of being annoying, but not. But just knowing that we've communicated everything throughout the entire process so you know at all times what's going on, where you're at, what mm. needs to be done. It's very important to us because that's something that we heard even prior to being real estate agents was like, yeah, I never heard from my agent. I don't mm. know. So I think that's really a goal of ours is to, to not be that way. You know, yeah. I think that is big because when you're working and I mean, when you're work when you're selling your house or buying a house mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out where everything's at, like you want to be able to communicate with yes. that person because it's like you said, it's a humongous part of your life. And 
when someone goes dark, yeah, you you want to make sure you're able to get a hold of them exactly. and you want to know where that's at. Mm -hmm. uh, that's awesome to hear because, like, I, yeah, I I won't get. I'm not gonna yeah. get into it yeah. here, but I. You yes, get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a common thing to hear yeah. that you know people want to know what in the world is going on mm -hmm. when when they have their biggest asset for sale or they're buying, they're buying their biggest asset. Mm -hmm. Like you want to know what's happening in mm -hmm. the transaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, I I don't I can't think of anything that I want like the industry to change for me yeah. or for us. Like if we see something that isn't being done well in the industry, mm. We're well, as it. a team, we just do it differently. Yeah. yeah. Like we don't follow the rules yeah. or whatever, if there is rules. <laughs> so, I mean, we have to follow certain rules, yeah. but I mean like, um, just because it's not being done doesn't mean that we can't do it. Yeah. Mm. What's the real estate community like in Spokane in terms of like, is like, is it, is there, there's obviously healthy competition between you and other realtors, but like, mm -hmm. is there, is there a camaraderie there between realtors? Like, what's that like? Mm -hmm. I'm always kind of curious to know. I probably can speak to this the best because I'm the one who interacts with the other agents, yeah. writing offers and accepting yep. offers and mm -hmm. all that. Um, there's definitely, and I think other realtors would say the same, that you end up connecting with certain ones mm -hmm. really well. Mm. And you're like, yeah, you build that camaraderie and you, you can't wait to do another deal with that agent mm -hmm. because it's the communication is there, the respect is there, and the deal just goes smoother that way mm -hmm. and everyone is happy. Yeah. Um, and then no matter what, you're going to deal with some agents where you say the opposite. And you're like, man, I hope I never do a deal with them again. I hope nobody says that about us. <laughs> I hope not. Um, but it's it's going to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. And um, so, yeah, I think there is a level, level of um, respect and camaraderie. Yeah, we don't um, like hang out really outside of, like it's not an industry where you like go and hang they, out. They would yeah. have a, you know, there is events. Um, not this year, but there's yeah. events that um, agents from all different brokerages would meet up and have mm -hmm. drinks. And some people love those things mm -hmm. and some avoid them. Mm -hmm. um, I would say at four degrees, a lot of agents come there and they say, we love being here because it doesn't feel like even though we're in competition at some level, mm -hmm. it doesn't feel that way. Everyone's so helpful and willing to give tips. Like if anyone comes to our office mm -hmm. within four degrees, another agent and wants to ask how we do X, Y, Z, we are more than willing to share. Mm. Um, yeah. There's enough to go around. There's, there's no, no need not to help other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for being on uh, Speak Spokane. Thanks for having us. And Thank you. is there anything you'd like to like uh, socials? Where can we find you? Yeah. I mean, I just started to, <laughs> everything is pretty much far dot so far period group northwest okay so far dot group northwest nw not spelled yeah, out yeah sorry far dot group nw um instagram facebook tiktok tiktok, TikTok. What, are you, what are you doing on i want to well what are you doing on i'm TikTok? not so I gave, <laughs> I gave katie the role of tiktok and i just do videos and she uploads them she's teaching me and that's what i love like <laughs> We're bringing people on our team that like know how to do things and do them well. Okay. I like Instagram, but TikTok's fun. You can get sucked into that. Mm. Yeah. Instagram Reels is similar. Yeah, I yeah. do those. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's all it's all out there. Far.groupnw. Awesome. Is that handle available on the podcast? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure can there's... Can you check on that? You can name your podcast anything. Yeah. So yeah. if it's Far Group... I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's not a Far Group podcast. There might be. <laughs> Probably uh, not. <laughs> thank you so much yes. for coming on and have a good rest of your week. Thanks. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you so much for listening to Speak Spokane. You can find us on Instagram at Speak Spokane and on our website at speakpodcasting.com. Speak Spokane's theme song, Speak and Be Heard, was composed and produced by Spokane native Christian Woods.